Hey, welcome. This is the Cool Waters Potential Cast, episode 182. For crying out loud. Hey, welcome back to the Potential Cast. This is leadership lessons for IT pros and leaders of high tech businesses. And this week, we're videoing the show as well. So jump over to YouTube and have a look. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or catch the RSS feed as well. Just go to cool-waters.co.uk slash podcast. Well, this week, we've got a, a great episode lined up. We have a very special guest, uh, Georgina Thompson. Uh, she'll be joining us by phone. Now, Gina is a certified speaker, teacher, and coach with the John Maxwell team. Uh, she intended my first leadership course over a year ago. Um, but before we get to that, uh, I need to have a little uh, a little rant uh, after a message from our sponsor. Uh, and this week uh, we're sponsored by Live to Lead. Now the Live to Lead conference is a global leadership conference that takes place around the world during October and November. In the UK it takes place on Friday the 3rd of November in Malmesbury, which is near Swindon in Wiltshire. Now I'm going to be there, I'll be presenting alongside John Maxwell, Dave Ramsey and uh, Roger Fairhead from JMT UK. Now tickets include lunch and refreshments and you can get them for just £77 if you book before the early bird deadline of the 21st of October. So for, for more information and to book your tickets, go to cool-waters.co.uk slash L2L. That's the letter L, the number two, and the letter L. It will be on the screen in the lower thirds. And we thank Live to Lead for their sponsorship of this podcast. Okay, let's get ranty. Do you wonder... Do you wonder if, if Ryanair CEO Michael O'Leary is actually plotting to bring down his airline? I mean, if he deliberately wanted to tarnish the firm's reputation and burn whatever customer goodwill he had left, would actually Ryanair be behaving any differently to what they've been doing over the last couple of weeks? I mean, according to the BBC, the UK Civil Aviation Authority's chief executive, Andrew Haynes, he said he was furious that the airline had not been complying with the law because they'd been failing to offer to reroute passengers and rival airlines after Ryanair cancelled thousands of flights, affecting 800,000 customers. Just imagine upsetting on purpose 800,000 of your customers. Now, according to the CAA, Ryanair were then persistently misleading their customers about their rights following the cancellation, and reports from the BBC said that Ryanair staff were just being rude or indifferent when stranded customers contacted them for assistance now corporate culture it's a thing right you can develop a positive culture that underpins your brand and your values and is a real asset to your business or you can do the opposite now i remember a phone call that i had with a customer service representative of vodafone a couple of years ago and i was on the phone to them about an unexpectedly large phone bill caused by uh, number one daughter's challenging first couple of weeks at uni and she went over her sms allowance at uh, 270 pounds over her sms allowance in just three weeks now i'd been i'd been a vodafone customer for a decade okay we had five phones on contract um you know so we'd spent thousands of pounds with them as a customer and i was amazed that there was no mechanism for them to issue any kind of warning when you go over your sms allowance 
So I was talking to the person in customer services and then in the retention team when I said I wanted to leave so I wasn't, wasn't getting happy. And they said, no, no, we send you a, a warning text when you go over your allowance. I said, well, I didn't get it. Can you check? And then they came back and said, oh, actually, no, there, there wasn't a warning given. Um, if you go over your data allowance, then you do get a warning, but not for SMS messages. Well, obviously, I want to know why not it could be very useful and it would have avoided this nasty surprise we could just bought a bundle of of top-up messages or change the contract or something but the answer i got okay so this is from the vodafone retention team it's their job to delight customers and make them not want to leave vodafone as a customer okay this is what the customer services person said to me when i said why didn't they give you a warning when you went over your sms allowance they said we do not provide a warning about going over your allowance. Okay? We do not provide a warning because the regulator does not force us to do so. Well, j j just think about that. What Vodafone was saying was, we, not, we do not provide good customer service because we are not legally compelled to do so. Well, needless to say, I moved those five phone lines away from Vodafone uh, over to a competitor as soon as the contract would allow me. Now, I'd paid them thousands of pounds over uh, more than a decade as a customer. Um, but their response that they had no legal obligation to provide me with a good service, and so they wouldn't. I mean, it's unreal. And don't get me started on Uber. Corporate culture is important. It starts at the top and it filters down. You know, corporate culture is a leadership issue. Ultimately, it's the company's leaders that set the tone said Tim Cook, talking to Fast Company not very long ago. He said, it's not only the CEO, but the leaders across the company. If you select them carefully, that so that they hire the right people, it becomes a nice, self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, don't forget, at the start of November, there's an opportunity to develop your leadership skills and learn from the world's leadership expert, John C. Maxwell, at live to lead All the details and access to the early bird tickets are on the website. It's at cool-waters.co.uk slash L to L. Okay, let's go over to our interview with Georgina Thompson, which I recorded earlier this week. Now, she was on a train for a part of the call, so excuse the QRM in the background. And uh, let's let's go over to the pre-recorded tape. I'll come back to you soon. Right, um... Well, I'm delighted to uh, introduce my guest this week, uh, Georgia. Um, hello. Now we first, hello, hello. Now, we first <laughs> met um, when I did my first John Maxwell leadership training course um, over a year ago. So um, why, do, why don't we start there and you, you tell me um, what that card course meant for, meant for you and the journey you've been on since then. Um, well, it came up like a good time for me because it was in a point where I was just thinking about um, sort of things I wanted to do outside of work and sort of just thinking about um, where I sort of wanted to steer sort of my um, end career goal. So it came at a good time and I found that I very started to very look deep inside and just started to figure out, you know, started to look at myself a bit more in terms of leadership and who I looked to as a good leader. So it was quite, um, it was a good session and it, I found it very, very um, life-changing. And after that, I just started to develop my in, own interest into John Maxwell. And um, I started to sort of look into opening my own business and 
doing like networking events and sort of doing leadership as well. Um, and through a whole host of things as well, um, wanting to get into speaking and that initial mastermind group I went to with you sort of just um, lit a little fire inside of me. Yeah. Wow, that's um, that, that, that's very, very encouraging to hear. Now, now don't take this the wrong way, um, but uh, now during the course, you, you were you weren't um, a very vocal participant. You you were quite quiet. Um, was was that because you were you you were shy, or were you just kind of taking it all in? That's, that's quite interesting because I actually talk a lot. So <laughs> thinking that you um, sort of highlighted that, it kind of surprises me. Um, I think I just probably was just taking time to really self-reflect and really take time to actually think about myself and my life and how different laws of the book sort of came into contact. Yeah, okay. That's uh, that, that, that's, really, that's really cool. Okay, so... Um, was there one one thing on the on the course that really kind of you know what what was that kind of really kind of pushed you over the edge in terms of thinking right I I want to go and do something different you know was there a particular law or a particular conversation that you remember that for you felt like a bit of a tipping point? Um, there was a couple of things that I can just sort of stay at the top of my head, and the first one being. Um, a thing that you said about, you know, not being paid by the hour, but being paid by the value you add to the company. And that really stuck with me because I started to think of terms of how I actually add value to the company and started to think that it's very true. Like I might not necessarily do as many hours or, you know, do certain things that other people might do, but what I do do in the time that I do do it and the quality of that is far more important than the, the amount of time that I spend there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second thing would be the law of the buy-in because there's a lot of things that I've sort of thought about doing and sort of thought, okay, that I want to do this and I want to do that. And certain things, I think maybe in work, certain sort of positions, I used to think, oh, yeah, I can do this, um, you know. But then the law of the buy-in sort of says that they, they buy into the leader first and then that sort of um, highlighted to me that, you know, I might have a lot of things. I might have all the experience or all the qualification, all the enthusiasm. But if people don't believe in me as a leader and they buy into me, then it's sort of is you're not. I will never be, you know, a good leader because that. I think that's an very important law that I sort of um, stuck with me. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now uh, uh, that's um, that's that's inspiring to hear. Now I saw. Because I've been stalking you on Facebook, that you uh, you ran a, 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 a your own leadership training course just started. Was it was it last night? You had the first session. It was last night. Yeah. Tell me all about it. How did it go? Um. Well, initially, I had uh, I thought three people were coming because um, one person said she couldn't make it, so I was like, okay, that's fine. But when I was there, I got there about an hour and a half early, set up. Um, my friend called me and was like, oh, hey, like, is it your session tonight? And I said, yeah. She was like, oh, I wanted to come to it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, she was on the bus. She was... I think you just went into a tunnel. I, I did. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. So we, we got as far as um, your, your friend called to say she wanted to come to your session. 
So, yeah, there. So, um, she'd gotten off and she'd come um, to the session. But because I wasn't expecting her, I didn't have enough sheets, unfortunately. So, I had to sort of just get like a notebook and um, write down what the information that was on the worksheet onto this notepad. So, she'd come and it, it all went really well. But it's quite hard to tell people's actual reactions because, you know, I'm not sure if they're deep in thought, if they're bored. Um, so for next week, I reckon that will be the real indication of um, if people took to it or not, and if they turn up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I refer you to my earlier comments about how um, Georgia was very quiet and I wasn't sure she was enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I, I suppose there's a, good, there's a good life lesson there. We often worry about what will go wrong, you know, and you think, oh, what will I do if, if not many people turn up? Um, but actually, we need to remember to plan for um, even more success than we'd hoped for and have those extra, those extra forms, those extra books or whatever it is to, to, to hand in case things uh, go, go really well. Um, was there anything that we haven't uh, covered yet that you'd like to, you'd like to say? Um, um, yeah, I think I guess just the whole experience of, because um, when we did the course that was back in December, and um, I had my first event in August. So that was a sort of like an eight-month gap of where, of a transition of me sort of knowing that I want to do something and then actually doing it. And it took me a long, long time to actually do something. And I think, you know, that there's a transition happens, I think, between wanting to do something and then actually having the courage and the confidence to do it. And I think for me, the reason why I sort of started was just I started to surround myself with people who kept me accountable for the things that I said and would ask me, oh, Georgia, like, when are you going to do it? Have you done it yet? Why haven't you done it? And it's just those questions and those people around me that sort of pushed me to say, you have to do something. And it's just sort of talking into myself as well. As much as I'm talking to and into other people, you have to also do it to yourself and say to yourself, why haven't you done it? Why are you um, sort of holding back, push forward? Because I did my first event in August and, you know, I, I was really scared. I was really shy and I didn't want to, I didn't want to invite my friends. I didn't want to really invite my family. And then it was like, you know, they're going to be my biggest supporters. So then I started, you know, doing videos and um, putting them online, putting them on social media. And I ended up with about 50 people coming to my event, and I didn't know half of them, which is something that I thought was really, really amazing. So I just want to continue, and, you know, it's hard, it's easy to really think small, but it's difficult to push your boundaries sometimes. But sometimes you have to give yourself targets that you may not achieve, just so that, you know, you, you put all your effort into something to make it, you know, better and bigger than you ever expected, really. Yeah, well, that's that's brilliant. So you had fifty people at your first event. So to, to tell me more about that, what was your what was your theme? What was it that you were offering to people? And 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 what was the you know what was the audience? Who was who was there on the day? Well, it was it was um it's, it was a networking event, but I wanted to make it a little bit different. So um, I noticed that amongst quite a lot of people at the moment, a lot of people are trying to like get into music and um singing and you know sort of performing so i decided to have a mixture of both uh, motivational speakers so i had two motivational speakers 
and they also had three performances. So the performances were all, you know, I tried to aim it very positively. And it turns out that my third performer, who I, I didn't know him, I got recommended him. Um, he spoke about how he, he used to have mental health issues and he, through his music, he explained how he got through it. And he was the last performance and he happened to be the best and everyone was really, really empowered by him because he got very emotional as well. And it's like everyone can sort of relate to a time where they've gone through um, some hard times and been able to, you know, get out the other side, gives anyone hope, no matter what situation you're in. That was quite good. The, the audience was made up of some of the um, performers, like family and friends, um, some of my family and friends and then people on Twitter I had a few people reach out to me on Twitter and say oh yeah it sounds good when is it and all of that so they bought tickets and then a lot of friends of friends um so each all the people that came to my to my course yesterday they had all attended my networking event so it's quite nice and then it's like oh did you meet this person they're like oh no we didn't meet you I recognized you and then the connection just sort of flows so that was that. It was it was really good. It was way better than I ever expected. I was actually looking at a video of it yesterday. It's kind of like a scan of the room, and everyone was the room was noisy, but it was just full of people talking to each other, which is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, oh, that's that's super impressive. Uh, uh, brilliant. Well done. Well done, Georgia. So if people want to uh, follow you and c connect up with you online. What's your um, what's your Twitter? What's your website? Uh, I don't have a website, but I have my my Twitter, um, my Instagram, my LinkedIn, and is all it is Gina's thoughts. So it's G I N A S T H O U G H T S one. Yeah. Gina's thoughts one. <laughs> yes. And I just want to also just thank you as well for doing the course. I thought it was it was really good. It was very like creative and diverse, and it wasn't just it was a lot to think about, and it made you know me and everyone else there thinking about it as well. And I did like a little promotional video for my own one that I did, and in it I sort of explained the fact that we all sort of grew together, and even like people at work, like relationships with like um, Andrea and Natalie. I still sort of, and even Stephen as well. I even sort of them around and we all had this little bit of a connection and it was only the other day that I realized why I sort of stop and have like 25 minute conversations with them is because we all grew together in that leadership course so it's, it's not just about you you also able to create connections with people around you brilliant that's excellent well thank you so much Georgia thank you for your time and uh, look forward to seeing what else uh, Gina's thoughts get up to in the near future Thank thanks so you. much thank you okay that was brilliant Jean is awesome isn't she okay well that uh, wraps up our show for this week don't forget uh, live to lead tickets uh, are available um, they're on sale now the um, early bird discount ends on October the 21st so get in quickly book your tickets at cool-waters.co.uk slash L2L I've been Mark Faithful you've been awesome let me know um, what you think of our first video podcast and I'll see you soon bye bye